Hello, hello. Happy fucking Wednesday, you guys. Welcome to Unrelated with Maddie Weisner. I'm your host, Maddie Weisner. Sure, we'll do that. And this is your hot girl's guide to all things health, wellness, and the NFL. If you've been living under a rock and didn't look at the title of the damn podcast, we've got another very special rendition of our Sunday Scaries series. And if you're new, Sunday Scaries, that's our weekly breakdown of everything that is actually worth giving a shit about during the NFL football season. And it's also so some loser doesn't have to mansplain what a QB sneak is. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Whatever. It makes sense. Football's for girls. It's fun. We love it. Hot girls watch football. Hot girls or guys listen to Unrelatable with Maddie Wisner. Great. I feel like whenever I start talking on this thing, it's just like a jump scare. Like immediately, like we go intro music, jump scare, <laughs> then, then whatever else comes, comes after. You never really know. But I've got two life updates for you guys today. One is far more groundbreaking, far more interesting, far more worth talking about than the other. So we'll do that one first. Luke and I have been making chocolate-covered strawberries the last two nights. One, they're so good. (laughs) This is not the ground... I'm kidding. This is not the groundbreaking one. That one's coming after this. But the chocolate-covered strawberries we've been making, I thought they weren't going to... Like, the strawberry itself was, like, not going to be great. Literally, nothing about the weather in Green Bay gives, like, prime strawberry season. And obviously, I'm not going to a strawberry patch. I don't even know. I'm not going strawberry picking around here. But... Like, I just wasn't expecting much from the grocery store, but they've been really good. But then we're, Luke and I are very different people. So he uses Toll House chocolate chips. And then I've been melting the Who chocolate. I have like a couple of their dark chocolate, um, cashew butter, like sea salt chocolate bars. And so I've been melting those and using that as the chocolate with like some coconut oil. And then I have these like gluten-free, no artificial colors, I think that's that's the marketing. That's where they get you. Um, using the sprinkles on the strawberries. And so good. I don't know. Like, chocolate-covered strawberries are not very, like, cozy night-in snack. But they're also, also so fun. And to get into, like, the nitty-gritty of why I even mentioned it, the key to making prime chocolate-covered strawberries is drying them. Like a dry, wash your strawberries, dry it thoroughly, like one at a time with paper towel, regular towel, whatever, and then do your thing. They are so good. And like, I think I added too much coconut oil when I like melted the chocolate. So it's been like a very like thin layer, but I almost like that more. And then with the sprinkles, literally the biggest sleigh. And now I want to make them again because I haven't like photographed anything. And like, I haven't been able to like make it look cute because that would be cute on our Instagram. We'll keep that in mind. But enough about me. Life update number two. If you're new, my boyfriend is a participant in his rookie season in the NFL with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, that's just kind of necessary. But that man scored his first touchdown career NFL, first career NFL touchdown on Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams at home at Lambeau Field, in Lambeau Field, I have never screamed so much in my entire life. I literally 
my vision went blurry. My ears were ringing for like five minutes afterwards. It was honestly like a full body experience. And I have never been more proud of him, happier for him. Well, mm, yeah, I'm grow more and more proud of him every single day, but I'm, he just deserved that. And he's been working so hard, working through so many just like inconvenient things. And it was just his time to shine, his time to ball out. Packers pulled out a win against the Rams. I've said they're coming. Like I've said it's time, comeback season, underdog season, whatever that needs to be, it's here. And so we're good. That was honestly one of my favorite game days. I sat outside and it was my first time sitting outside when it was cold, but it was like 50 degrees. I had the most perfect attire for the weather. It rained a little bit and I could have brought a poncho, but I didn't and I didn't really need it. But I had like this big leather jacket, put it over my head. When the rain came, I had a hat on too. So I wasn't worried about my hair getting messy. (laughs) How can I make Luke's first touchdown about me? (laughs) Jeez, man. But I was just vibing and I was sitting by myself too. Usually they put us around other Packers girlfriends, wives, families, but no, it was just me. I was in the fourth row from the very front and I've been seeing like the TikTok or using, like seeing the TikTok sound used where it's like the truth about the NFL is that the wives are in the first row and the girlfriends sit three rows back. And I was like, that's not even a bad thing. Like I didn't really understand it, but I think what they mean is that there's the wives of like one dude, like of one dude. And then his girlfriend, like the same guy. So like, where's Luke's wife sitting in the front? So that's rude. I don't know why I couldn't have sat in the front because we've gotten tickets in the front before, but whatever. I don't think that's a thing, honestly, but it was literally just me in the stands fourth row. The touchdown happened like right in front of me. So that was so cool to see. And I was just around like all these season ticket holders that didn't know who I was and like who I was there to watch. Obviously when Luke scored his touchdown, like no one screams for 45 seconds straight, you know, unless you've got some skin in it or you're just really excited. Like I was excited the whole time because we were having a great game, but you know, I kind of, I kind of gave away, I gave, exposed my identity a bit, but yeah, it was just so fun. I was sitting next to this guy He's like, like again, like how can I make Luke's touchdown about me? He's drinking his beer, spilling it all over himself. Like not, not like he was, had drank too much and like was just like messy. He just like, it, it was an exciting game. Like you do you, a football game, it's cold, your beer, whatever, you're fine. And he also had like a pretzel that, and like crumbs everywhere. And I'm just like seeing this biohazard for myself, like happening right next to me and Also, if you're new, I have celiac disease, so I'm, like, terrified of gluten because it makes me sick. I was, like, we, it was a really good game. Like, everyone's excited. Everyone's giving each other high fives, and I felt kind of bad because he's eating this pretzel, like, goes to high five me, like, pretzel in hand, covered in beer, and I'm just, like, I had my hat on and my sunglasses on, and, like, he was a lot taller than me, so my eye level was a lot lower than his, and I just pretended I didn't see him. I felt really, really bad. And so, like, I gave him a high five in my heart, but I just couldn't, like, I would have literally had to excuse myself from the game to go, like, shower in the bathroom or something. And that's just my own fear, and I need to get over that. Or I don't. I just need a gluten-free dog, (laughs) service dog. 
which are things. So you should listen to my celiac episode. But huge props to Luke. It's seriously just kind of served as another reminder to kind of trust God's timing and everything happens for a reason. Like his timing's always right. And Luke's been waiting for obviously like the opportunity to be in the NFL, to play in the NFL and to like get to go out there. And like, he's had so many people doubt him throughout his career and just like get to prove people wrong, which is like a big theme that we talk about on this podcast. It's just how all these storylines and like all these really, really cool things just happen every Sunday that don't really get to happen anywhere else. And like I've said, there's something for everyone. It's just, there's a lot of it that's really cool to see. And that's a big part of why I started the podcast in the first place and why we have our Sunday Scary series. But I was so proud of him. He, I think he blacked out a little bit, didn't have like a touchdown celebration planned out. I didn't notice that he didn't. Like he was obviously excited celebrating with his teammates, but there was no football spike. There was no dance. Like, and he practices. Well, not really, but like people will give him ideas of the first touchdown celebration. And that was nowhere, nowhere inside. But I literally blacked out and did not notice and like couldn't tell you what happened. Like 30 seconds, like I watched him catch the ball and enter the end zone. And then like once he was excited and they said like touchdown Luke Musgrave, my mind went blank. (laughs) It was just so fun. And I was I'm so happy I got to be there. I'm so happy it happened at home. I'm happy like I was right there. And it was just a good day. He posted pictures from the touchdown and then the video of the touchdown on Instagram. And I commented that he was in his menace era because that's what we talk about. He says he's in his menace era and his, um, he likes that word, and his baggy clothing era, whatever. And so that's the inspiration for the podcast episode today. Because honestly, Luke's in his menace era. The Packers are definitely in their menace era. And I just think the NFL might be too. Because I said, like, shit's happening here that isn't happening anywhere else. And week nine was just a fun one to be a part of. So with that, let's get into the rest of the week. The rest of what is left of week nine. So we can get ready for our 10th attempt at eliminating the Sunday scaries. Get it? The name makes sense. All right, you guys. So if you've read the description, you know I've got yet another inspirational Phoenix rising from the ashes quarterback origin story for you today. We've talked about Zach Wilson, QB1 for the New York Jets. We've talked about Tyson Bajant playing with the Chicago Bears right now. Two fun little quarterback stories, okay? And we've chatted about some more, but we've got two, maybe three more, and definitely just one more. Like one is kind of rising above the rest and we're going to save it for last. So stick with me and I'm excited. But first, since it was probably the biggest storyline heading into week nine and since it happened, it will like it occurred leading up to the Thursday night football game, which was the first game of the week. And we'll just go in order. We need to talk about Will Levis. All right, rookie quarterback, he got tons of press leading up to the 2023 NFL draft, tons of press during the draft, 
And we haven't really talked about him. We I haven't really been able to share his story. So he's a funny kid. Went viral on TikTok all the time saying he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Hellman's Mayonnaise, I'm pretty sure that's the brand, literally gave him a life supply of mayonnaise after this. He says he eats a banana with the peel on. Just like whole banana, takes a bite. Like whatever. I mean, we're going to talk about Menace era, right? Jesus. Um... But yeah, so that was leading up to the draft. And then during the draft, he was one of the players invited to Kansas City to be there when the announcer called his name and said, right, like with the ex pick of the 2023 NFL draft, the Green Bay Packers select Luke Musgrave, that vibe. And then you walk out, take a picture with your jersey, get your hat, do your thing, wave to the fans. It's a whole, it's a whole day. And typically you'll go for night one. Like usually night one is only the first round. And then the second day is second and third round, I think maybe fourth. And then fifth, sixth, seventh is the next day. The draft's three days. So Will Levis was in Kansas city for the draft and ended up not being picked up in round one. And during the broadcast of that first round, literally this stat kept showing up on the screen, showing Levis with his family, like saying there's a 0.01% chance he would still be available now. The stat kept getting, it used to be, it was like, there's a 5% chance he would still be available now. And then it would just get smaller and smaller and smaller as he wasn't picked up. During the first round, he ended up, it honestly, he might've been the first draft pick of round two the next day. I'm not sure, but he was picked up by the Tennessee Titans in round two, and since then, he's been fighting for the second-string backup QB spot behind Ryan Tannehill, who was QB1 for the Tennessee Titans. But since suffering a high ankle sprain in one of their previous games, Ryan Tannehill has been placed on like the player-unable-to-perform list. And has been kind of on a week-to-week basis in terms of when he can return. All right, so Levis is called in as the backup quarterback. Slays the day. Pretty sure this was in week eight. And like seriously, as a rookie quarterback, he's done so well. Hadn't thrown an interception until their week nine game against the Steelers. There were 11 seconds left in this game Thursday night. And then like that was the end of the game. Titans lost the Steelers 16 to 20. So a sad loss to see, but Will Levis has seriously, one, been proving so many people wrong in terms of like everything that happened before the draft with like the types of press he was getting, everything that happened during the draft, and then as he's fought for the backup quarterback position with the Titans in Nashville. And so heading into week 10, the Titans most likely with Will Levis at the helm. We will see. Obviously, their first quarterback is on a week-by-week basis. Levis has been playing really well. So I don't think they will bring in another quarterback. But like that, seriously, those those are all kind of game time decisions sometimes. And anyways, Will Levis slaying go off king. They take on the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay in the earlier slot on Sunday. Cool. But since we are talking about the Titans, I... Also wanted to give a little shout out to their kicker because he is literally 40, like 38, but goddamn, like I hope Luke is still in the NFL when he's 38 and he's got, I don't know his name. I should have looked up his name and I probably could, but 
honestly, that's for you. He's been in the NFL for like literally 20 years. So you do you. Go off, King. I need to stop saying that. But he wears like one of the old helmets, which players will do kind of like as a little bit of a statement. Like the helmet maybe isn't very much regulation, right? Like it's probably not the safest. It's not the newest. And because these guys, some of them have been in the league for so many years and they've obviously played with the older helmets when like they were the latest and greatest model and they've worked, it's worked out for them this far. They'll like continue to wear the old helmets kind of as a tribute to where they came from. And also kind of like, yeah, I can do this because I've been around for this long. And then also, since we haven't talked about the Titans literally at all, Derek Henry, their running back is the first player in Titans franchise history to score 85 career touchdowns. That's badass. Luke has one. Let's get you going to 85, broski. All right, cool. Are you inspired? Maybe. Last week, okay, trade deadline was approaching, happened on Halloween. I'm pretty sure Halloween was the last day to trade players. And I said there wasn't much going on, and I'd give updates this week if there was anything worth noting. And surprise, there was. First, second in our little quarterback storyline, plot, whatever, the Las Vegas Raiders had one hell of a remodel. I don't know who did the firing, probably the owner. He's in his menace era. (laughs) Fired the head coach and the GM. Some changes have been made. And then with the new head coach and the new, like the interim head coach and GM, they decided to bench Jimmy Garoppolo, who had been the starting quarterback. I'm not exactly sure why, but it was kind of based off of like just his inconsistencies, like with how much he's been hurt and like what that's done to the team. And so then that brought up Aiden O'Connell, who's now their QB1. He's a rookie quarterback out of BYU Drafted in the fourth round, 2023, 135th pick of the whole thing. All right, starting for the Raiders, he led them to a 30-6 win over the New York Giants in week nine. Okay, Raiders play Zach Wilson and the New York Jets in Vegas for the Sunday night football game going in week 10 this week, Sunday night. All right, so a lot of changes there, something to look out for. And also wild, like I'm getting notifications on my phone. Raiders fire their GM, Raiders fire their head coach, Raiders bench Jimmy Garoppolo. Kind of a lot. But we'll close that out because we need to get into probably the most significant trade deadline plot, honestly plot, period, that made headlines last week. Because we got to talk about Joshua Dobbs and the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, so as a little backstory one of the spookier things in our spooky sunday scaries special was kirk cousins tearing his achilles and then being determined as being out for the rest of the season so this happened that happened last sunday again trade deadline was halloween which that was tuesday so without their starting quarterback the vikings had to kind of reel it in with the trade deadline approaching And so literally on the last day, on Tuesday, on Halloween, spooky season is in full force. The Vikings make a trade with the Arizona Cardinals for Josh Dobbs. And the official trade ended up being the Cardinals 
son over Dobbs, who had been their starting quarterback for the first eight games. They sent him and a conditional 2024 seventh round pick to the Vikings in return for the Vikings' 2024 sixth round pick. All right, and the Cardinals had their original starting QB coming back. I'm pretty sure he tore his ACL. But until then, and the Cardinals are 1-8 and eight this season. We're going to get into a little bit more of that. But the GM decided that he'd wanted to give Clayton Toon, who is the backup QB, I'm pretty sure he's a rookie, for the Cardinals. Wanted to give him a chance to start, have an opportunity, and then had the security of Kyler Murray who was the original quarterback who'd been injured, they had him coming back. And then the original plan had been for Dobbs to shift into a backup quarterback role, allowing the rookie to start, do your thing. So it's not looking great for Dobbs. But after Kirk Cousins suffers a torn Achilles in their game against the Green Bay Packers, the Vikings obviously need to figure their plan out a little bit and then At the last minute, the Vikings decide that they will be starting their rookie QB, Jaron Hall, from BYU, using him as a starting QB in Atlanta against the Falcons in the Week 9 game. And so Vikings have their quarterback, and then they also trade for Dobbs, who is slated to be the backup QB. So he gets traded on Tuesday, arrives in Minnesota on Wednesday, basically has five days with the Vikings until their game in Atlanta on Sunday. So Dobbs is brand new, doesn't really know anyone's name, knows the playbook. They're the Vikings' head coach, Kevin O'Connell, has since made a statement saying that what he was able to do in really five days' time was as impressive as he'd ever seen a quarterback be able to do. So cool, we've got that going for us. But five days. Vikings are in Atlanta. First quarter, Jaron Hall leaves the game under concussion protocol and then is ruled out for the rest of the game. So now... The Vikings have Dobbs, their backup quarterback, he just got there, learned the entire playbook in a very impressive amount of time, doesn't quite know anybody, and like as a quarterback, chemistry among the team is very important. And like chemistry with your receivers, with your linemen, very important. Like taking a snap as a quarterback from the center is allegedly very hard, and chemistry is huge. But as he is thrown into the game, Josh Dobbs leads the Vikings to the most significant comeback win of week nine, probably of majority of the other NFL games that have happened this far, leads his team to a comeback win against the Atlanta Falcons, final score 31-28. In doing so, he became the first player in NFL history with consecutive three touchdown games for different teams. He scored three touchdowns with the Cardinals in week eight, three touchdowns with the Vikings in week nine. Nothing like that had ever happened before in all history of the NFL. Like, first of all, he really went out there and just went balls to the wall. Didn't know, like, that on its own is so impressive. And then after the game, reporters are grilling him on, like, how he was able to prepare, how he was able to perform, like, everything he's gone through since being benched traded and then thrown into a game let me say it one more time Dobbs says in this league there is never an excuse for your circumstance he credits the lesson to the Pittsburgh Steelers coach Mike Tomlin but he goes usually people don't care about your circumstances they just want to see you succeed given the circumstances you're given 
Okay, and with the circumstances Dobbs was given, he went above and beyond, slay the day. Like, cannot receive enough props for that. Seriously. And on the other side of the NFL, the Cardinals, who had just kind of tossed him to the side, scored zero points against the Cleveland Browns. Not that that matters and not that I want to, like, ever put anything negative out towards a team or anyone else in the league or just ever. I don't know. Like I said, we've got an underdog phoenix rising from the axes, ashes, QB story for you on this beautiful Wednesday. But a little bit about our newly highlighted unrelatable QB. Josh Dobbs was drafted in the fourth round of the 2017 NFL Draft to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who had a very successful franchise quarterback at the time. He was the seventh quarterback taken in the draft. Four of the six taken ahead of him are still in the league, though only two of them are still starters. So of the QB draft class in 2017, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson are like the only two franchise guys. Throughout his career, Dobbs has mostly been a backup, but in his seven years, he's started 10 games. Eight of them took place with the Arizona Cardinals this season. And he'd been with the Cleveland Browns. Like, Dobbs hadn't even... Which also, I mean, damn, that's a pretty deep game for the Cardinals and the Browns. Week 9. But the Cardinals traded for Dobbs in August of this season. Like, during fall camp. Like, at the very, very, very end of fall camp. And then announced that he would be the QB while they waited for Kyler Murray to return. And the Cardinals are planning on starting Kyler Murray against the Falcons in Week 10. So there is that. It's funny that all these teams are, like, playing each other. But in terms of... Of the Vikings, in terms of Josh Dobbs, who we're like, we're all here for, sources say that it'll be hard for the Vikings to put the offense back in anyone other than Dobbs' hands, especially as injury has kind of been plaguing the quarterback room of the Vikings. And like, I'm sure the Vikings just want to like ride the high of the underdog Phoenix rising from the ashes quarterback comeback story that you can find exclusively here at Unrelatable with Maddie Weisner. But week 10, Vikings playing at home versus the Saints. Early slot on Sunday. And so we'll see if it's still menace season. Might as well. But to get into the rest of week 10, we can just kind of go down the list. Thursday night football belongs to the Carolina Panthers in Chicago against the Chicago Bears. Likely with Tyson Bajant at the helm. Not really sure though, because I know Justin Fields still has injuries. That's the quarterback situation for the Bears. But both teams are coming off of losses last week. Definitely going to be a good one. Thursday Night Football exclusively on Amazon Prime. Sunday morning in Germany. Whatever time that is in Germany. I mean, it's airing at 8.30 a.m. Green Bay time. 6.30 West Coast time. 9.30 East Coast time. Rise and shine. Colts are playing the Patriots in Frankfurt. And last week, the... Chiefs played the Dolphins in this game. The Chiefs pulled out the win. Miss Alex Earl got to go to Frankfurt and live my literal trophy girlfriend international world traveler dream. I'm so jealous. I've said that I'm like, it's okay that this wasn't able to happen for me until probably next year. And I've just needed to like get more comfortable, get more settled, let Luke become more integrated into the NFL, like probably best that it didn't happen during rookie season, but I just love her and I was jealous of all her little like running around Germany content because that's so fun and Germany looks so fun and so cute. 
So we'll see. In the early Sunday slot, 49ers playing in Jacksonville against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both teams coming off of a bye week. Probably going to be fun. I already said Sunday night football belongs to the Jets in Vegas against the Raiders. A lot to watch for there. Monday night football. This will be a fun one, actually. The Broncos, Denver Broncos playing in Buffalo against the Buffalo Bills. For the Monday night football game, Broncos are coming off of their bye week following their win against the Kansas City Chiefs. Bills lost to the Cincinnati Bengals in week nine. Like, that's our out-of-this-world quarterback, Joe Burrow. So, Bills looking for a win. Broncos looking to continue their upset winning streak. So, yeah, buys this week belong to the Kansas City Chiefs, Miami Dolphins, both coming off of their Germany extravaganza, and then Philadelphia Eagles, LA Rams. So, those four will not be participating in week 10. And then we'll get into a bigger spread of the whole record thing next week. But right now, just to lay it out a little bit, they do have a buy, but the Philadelphia Eagles, my second favorite team, if you're new, are the only team with an 8-1 and record. No one's undefeated. Holding it down at 7-2 and two are the Kansas City Chiefs, also with a bye this week, and the Baltimore Ravens. And then at 6-2, and two, because they've both had buys, we have the Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then with a 6-3 and three record, the Miami Dolphins. And we'll dive a little bit deeper next week. But the last thing I will mention heading into week 10 is... The Packers' first away game in what literally feels like forever. It's definitely not. They're playing in Pittsburgh against the Steelers, who I said beat the Titans barely for the Thursday night football game last week. And the Packers are coming off of one hell of a win against the LA Rams. Steelers are 5-3. and three. When I was little, my dad went to a Pittsburgh game and then came back with a hot pink bedazzled Troy Polamalu jersey for me. He was the quarterback for the Steelers. He literally still has his paid partnership. There's literally a siren going on right now. And I don't know what it is. And it's like, I think it's the fire department somewhere and it freaks me out every time. But Troy Polamalu still has his paid partnership with Head and Shoulders. He's the one with like the pretty long curly hair. And at the time, he was the only guy in the NFL with long hair. But I had a pink Troy Polamalu jersey, pink Steelers jersey. I'd say I wish I still had it, but I don't because I'm a Packers fan till the end, obviously. But that was like a part of my lineup when I had a crush on someone in my fourth grade class who really liked football. And so like I wore all these like random football jerseys every day because I thought he'd like me because he liked football. And so the pink jersey got worn a lot, honestly. But it was also so cute. That's like my origin story. Like that's why we're here now talking about the Sunday Scaries. But I'm genuinely really excited for a chill away game because I've honestly only had one this season just because I went home and like watched the Denver game at home with my family, which was like fun. But I'm like excited just to like do me, hang out. And I feel like going into week 11, honestly, you guys, 10, I cannot believe we're at double digits. And then that's insane to me. But I feel like my shit's going to be so together. And I'm going to be so well-versed, like, on the football side of things. Like, I like listening to what the announcers have to say because I either think they're idiots and I can do it better or I, like, copy them. 
well not copy them but I feel like you just learn more and like it's stuff you didn't know and I'm just excited to like share my plethora of knowledge with you guys next week but we'll close out there I do feel like this episode was a lot and my brain hurts my research on Josh Dobbs and like his origin story like he literally studied aerospace engineering at the University of Tennessee and competed let's see on the engineers team at the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics Design build fly competition while playing football like who does that that's so impressive and there was just so much so I hope I did it justice I said my brain hurts Like, seriously, it is so hard coming up with super intelligent things to talk about on here, like the Ultimate Winter Wellness Gift Guide, which you should definitely check out if you have not already. Whatever. (sighs) Thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you for continuing to share the podcast with your friends and your family, and I just love that we're growing. I love what we're getting to build and all the things. So again, thank you. If you haven't already, please find us and follow us on Instagram at Unrelatable with Maddie Wisner and then myself at Madeline Wisner on Instagram, TikTok, wherever else you get your daily dose of Unrelatable. But that's all from me. Enjoy the Wednesday. Enjoy all that's coming up in week 10 of our NFL regular season. And I hope we kick the Sunday scaries in the ass because that was a goal. I'll talk to y'all on Monday for the health and wellness side of our unbelievable brand. And I love you so much. Bye.